Hello everyone, this is Britton from Emerald Pacific, and I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit today about drones. So, the fun little devices, quadcopters, that you can fly around, and most of the time a lot of people like to use them for annoying other people. And sometimes we, as professionals, any kind of photographer, videographer, cinematographer, whatever, use drones for our creative work. So, it used to be a long time ago that drones were used to, um, basically for like military operations, where we would send them out, we would bomb a country, come back, yay. So, in recent times, there's been a lot of brands, I know that DJI has a lot of excellent equipment, I know GoPro has been coming out with their own equipment, even though the only problem I see with the GoPro is you have to actually buy the GoPro and then buy the drone. It's not all in one, which can be a little irritating for a lot of people. But drones have a really good use when it comes to capturing photos and capturing video. It gives a unique perspective on your environment. It gives a unique perspective for your brands and for your company that not a lot of people know how to fly a helicopter or fly a plane and be able to go and get really cool photos of the whereabouts of where they live and where their business is located. However, the downsides to using any kind of drone or any kind of aerial photography or video is it's subject to the FAA. And the FAA is the Federal Aviation whatever. And basically they have control over airspace. So anyone that is considering flying a drone or using it for professional purposes, I would definitely go and check in with the FAA and make sure that whatever drone that you use for commercial reasons, one, being able to get the drone licensed or basically registered so the FAA knows that you're operating a drone and there's a lot of legalities. I know that it's highly recommended that you go out there and either hire a contractor to fly the drone or you can take some courses and the FAA does a pretty good job on outlining what courses you can take. So you can properly fly your drone and not have it be a danger or harm to the community. So the legal parameters they have to work with as far as flying a drone and using a drone, you want to make sure that you're always flying under 400 feet. That That's the cap that you can go up to. You can't go above 400 feet or else you're legally liable for any kind of problems that may occur when you're flying above that kind of altitude. You want to make sure that you're not flying the drone near an airport. It'd be kind of stupid if people flew their drone near an airport, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that for some reason go and do that, even though the DGI app does a pretty good job on restricting you from flying in that airspace. I've never personally tried to fly the DGI drone through an airport because I'm not stupid, but... Anyone that decides that they might want to try it, I believe DJI basically blocks you from being able to do that. So the purpose for flying a drone, 
when it comes down to any kind of industry or any kind of business that can benefit from having a drone, the first thing I think about is real estate. How cool would it be to fly a drone around a house that you're trying to sell or a property that you're trying to sell and showing the landscape and the surrounding area and how cool it is or how big a property is using a drone. It's really hard to capture photography or capture any kind of video of a property or of a house when you're on the ground level. You don't really get a good idea of how big the house is until you actually go there. So how cool would it be to be able to use a drone, fly it around a property, get some really amazing shots and being able to put it up on a website or put it up on a blog and be like, hey, check out my property. Another cool use and something that I eventually want to use a drone for is for any kind of action sports. I'm thinking of like drifting, for example. Like, I believe it'd be really cool to go up to Evergreen Speedway at some point and fly a drone while the drifting events are going on. Like if you have like Formula Drifts, or even if I was able to go out and do anything with like Dirtfish Rally School up in Snoqualmie, it'd be really cool to fly above and see like a Subaru or a Nissan if it's like drifting, whatever. And being able to follow those cars while they're going around their track or going around their course. That there's a lot of cool opportunities in not only taking photos and videos from a higher altitude, but in most cases and with most apps that you can use with DGI specific drones, you're able to live stream a lot of what you're looking at and what you're taking a video of. I know that there's integration with YouTube, there's integration with Facebook, and it gives a unique bit of content for anyone that's interested in interacting with your brand that's going to differentiate you from other people in regards to coverage, in regards to the kind of content that you're able to gather from the events that you go to. In general, as a photographer or anyone taking any kind of video, it's just cool to have a drone in your arsenal. Besides having a Canon camera, an Icon, whatever you have, 60D, 70D, that it's just cool to be able to have a drone to get a unique perspective of anywhere that you're hiking to or any kind of environment that you're taking in. The only downside is there are a lot of local laws that govern whether or not a UAV, which is like an unmanned aerial vehicle, can fly in an area. I know for a fact that in Seattle that there's a lot of parks that ban the use of any kind of UAV or any kind of unmanned vehicle from taking photos, taking videos. UAV is basically a fancy term for drone. So if you see any kind of reference to UAV or some kind of off-road vehicle, they're probably talking about a drone. So definitely look into your local laws, even look into kind of your national laws because there are a lot of laws in regards to flying drones like over national parks or flying them over like a natural wildlife preserve. I know I made the mistake when I was in California for a little bit that I didn't realize where I was flying my drone was in a wildlife preserve. And that was my mistake and I got a great talk with the park ranger and resolved everything. Basically, at the end of the day, make sure you're checking in with your local laws, with whether you're in a natural wildlife preserve, if you're in a national park, 
And just be cautious of where you're flying your drone and how high you fly it, how far. And you want to make sure you keep it with an eyesight. You don't want to just fly off and do whatever. And just be careful. If you decide to get a drone, use it for business, use it to capture aerial photos, whether you're a real estate agent, whether you're looking to do live streams or do any kind of action sports, whatever you use this drone for, just be cautious. Be aware of the laws. Make sure that you're followed up on whatever the FAA has mandated online on their website, FAA.gov, and be careful. Other than that, let me know if you have any questions about using a drone for business or using a drone to take photos or video. I know I personally love taking photos and video, and I have a good friend of mine that is able to fly the drone and take photos and videos, and he's amazing. He has his pilot's license and all that good stuff. Otherwise, let me know what kind of topics you'd like me to talk about. You can email me at britain at impactdesign.com. Or you can go to impactdesign.com and submit a contact form, get in touch with me, and we'll chat about whatever topics you have, whether it's in regards to drones, photography, using drones for photography, using drones in general. So other than that, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day, and I look forward to talking with you soon.